0: But unconditional love is not the same as unconditional acceptance.
1: Oh well. That's so that's a hard truth. And that's true.
0: It's God loves you, but that doesn't mean he accepts your lifestyle.
1: Right. Welcome to stories I didn't tell last Sunday for Journey Fellowship Church. I'm Doug McAllister, your host today. And joining me is Ryan Rodo, who hosts a wonderful Facebook page called Hard Truth Tuesday. For full disclosure, not only is Ryan one of my favorite Facebookers, he's also my son-in-law, married to my daughter Christian. Uh, They have two kids. Uh, Ryan's also a financial planner. Mm -hmm. Ryan, you work uh, in the financial planning business. The fun stuff. What's the market look like, man, the stock market? Before we get into the (laughs) the fun stuff, how bad is it going to get?
0: So, I mean, we we always look at history to kind of look at the future, Um, and We're, I don't want to say we're at the bottom because yeah. it can change at any moment, yeah. full disclosure. <laughs> who, who really knows? Nobody, uh, and, and nobody can control the market. But yeah. that's kind of what the feds were doing by raising rates. They're yeah. trying to slow down the economy, which right. eventually you know, kind of settles the, yeah. the stock market. Um, so at least what they're putting out is by the second quarter of 2023, yeah. we should start to see some rebounding. And then really? by 2024, midway through, is that when interest rates will start coming back down to like Ooh. average costs. So,
1: because yeah, there's like seven percent right now. Yeah, man. it's
0: it's high. It's oh, very high. It's insane.
1: You know, I, I was a kid uh, in the '70s when Jimmy Carter was president, and I remember mortgage loans were like 21 percent. Yeah. When I was eighteen, about to graduate high school, I thought <laughs> I'm never going to
0: buy a house. How am I going to live, man? I remember but, but when the, when we bought our first house. This was right before the pandemic. This yeah. was in April of 2020. And uh, I was talking to one of one of my best friends' dads, not one of my best friends' dad. Yeah. Um, and I was we were just talking about. I mean, we're super transparent. I was telling about you know the interest rates and you know that we got an RD loan, so we didn't yeah. have to put anything down. Right. And he was just blown away. It's like when I bought my first house, it was eighteen yeah. percent. I had to put twenty percent down. I know it,
1: right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so times have changed a lot. I know those days.
1: Yeah, in the eighties, man, <laughs> uh, when we bought our first house. Interest rates were down to ten percent. And we jumped on it thinking it's a deal. All right, finally <laughs> we're down to ten percent. Now you wouldn't even think about borrowing money no, at ten percent. Not even but a little back bit. then if it was twenty three and now it's available for ten, you think, Okay, that's that's a much better deal. It's crazy. So our first house we bought, we paid ten percent interest rate, which is insane. Yeah. But also house prices weren't they were like no, today, no, <laughs> not even close, man, <laughs> not even close. But the um, different world back in eighties, in, in the eighties. Hey, I see. Before we get into hard truth, you have a Bucky's mug. I do. Hold that up for the camera. You got to show that. All right. I know you're a huge Bucky's fan.
0: I- I didn't go to Bucky's until literally about two years ago. Really, or a year ago. you were a
1: brand new. Bucky I had never fan, been,
0: huh? um, and it was actually one of our trips to Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know if it was on the way there or on the way back, but right. we had just had Evie. Yeah, we were driving through the night. She woke up. We yeah. happened to be passing through a Bucky's, and what a great reason to stop. We hung out at Bucky's. We ate <laughs> breakfast. We were there for probably two hours. Yeah. And to this day, I remember we were walking through and Evie pointed to a stuffed Bucky. Yeah. And she, we, we handed it to her, we... We're just going to put it back. Yeah. She would not let go oh of it. Oh, my God. To this day, she sleeps in bed with it. Really? She cuddles with it. It's her favorite Does tour. it have
1: a name? That, 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 just Bucky. Your <laughs> name is Bucky.
0: You say, you want Bucky? And she said, yep. Oh, my God. It's the greatest thing. That is so cool. She sleeps with Bucky's. And then I bought day. this cup. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> we stopped there accidentally one time. I mean, we heard of it, but we didn't, you know, hype is. Yeah. But we stopped and I was blown away you can buy you can buy gas, you can buy lunch, you can buy a pickup truck. You can yeah, it's about everything. You want there. <laughs> you know, you can buy uh, a uh, one of those
0: fire pits for your yard. It's I'm like, insane. who's
1: top to get gas and while I'm here, I'm going to buy that fire
0: pit. They had a Bucky's How do you bring it home? <laughs> there was a Bucky's camping tent. Yeah. And right. I was like, this is oh no, yeah. this is wild. This there's, is like if Disney World. There's a Road. clothing
1: section. There's a liquor section. It's like
0: they may have yeah. their own beef jerky. Hey, you know own world. That's
1: right. They have their own <laughs> beef jerky. They have their own pulled pork.
0: Yeah. It's you so know what good. I like
1: about something a, a lot about Bucky's, but it's not even a Bucky's episode. We'll do a Bucky's episode later. <laughs> but uh, what I love about it is they post everybody's salary. In the store, on a big board, yeah. like want to work for us? This is what we'll pay you. Like, like the the general manager's like ninety thousand dollars a year. It's like Crazy. Okay, that'll that'll recruit some people to come sign up to work with, for Bucky's.
0: I am a, a firm believer, and I'm going to keep saying this until yeah. somebody listens. Yeah. That right across the, the interstate from the Fremo Center. Yeah. That's where we should put a Bucky's. Man,
1: I wish they would listen to us.
0: That would be a perfect spot. You know
1: for where they're it. building the world's biggest Buckies? Have you is it heard? in Tennessee? They're building it at exit 407, into in the entryway into the Smoky Mountains, right at Sevierville oh, Pigeon awesome. Forge exit. Yeah, it's under construction right now. I, I'm embarrassed to admit that I know this, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been following the construction. Uh, but man, it's halfway built. The building is up, all of the pumps that's are going insane. in. Yeah, it's the world's largest buckies. The biggest question is, it going to be done by February when we go? Well, they're projecting early 2023, but they don't have... Maybe not that early. I don't know what date. They didn't say a date, hmm. you know.
0: We just have to go back to Tennessee. Yeah,
1: there's none in Louisiana, are
0: there? Mm-mm. Yeah. Now, the closest one, I don't know if it's built yet, but they're building one in Gulfport. Oh, really? I know that. Really? Or around like ocean, like that. area? Well, there
1: was a rumor they were building one in Denham Springs at the Jubin exit, that mm. new big exit. Yeah. But they couldn't work out the land deal or zoning or I don't know. Leave so, it to Louisiana to screw well, up deals. Louisiana governmental <laughs> corruption deal. I don't know what happened, but anyway, it never happened. You know, we didn't get one mm. too bad, man. We almost had a buckies, you know, within driving distance of here. All right. We are here for hard truth. Tuesday, our Truth Tuesday. Um, uh, you have been doing this for how long? The hard truth, probably about two years. Right. So, <laughs> how, how many did you post last year? For example,
0: uh, fifty. I, I missed two. Yeah. Uh, one was because the birth of my son, very valid excuse. Well, that's
1: a reason to Fair. miss.
0: And, and the what? other one, just yeah. because of the busy season of my job, I had like eight meetings in one day, and I, I couldn't squeeze it. In. I, I just forgot. Yeah, I was. It was like nine thirty at night and I'm yeah. laying down and it's that's when all your thoughts. Oh, man. rush into Here's your a hard head. truth.
1: I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're on Facebook or want to read Ryan's Hard Truth, there's fifty of them right now there's on 50 of them. his Facebook. So we can't cover all fifty of them today, but you got a couple. I do. You can share them. How many did you bring with you?
0: I brought four. All right. But I have I have my Facebook page up all right. so we can before easily you go read through.
1: them, Ryan, tell us the point, the purpose of Hard Truth Tuesday. Why do you do it?
0: So, honestly, it actually started. The original thought, I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. All right. But the original thought was it was going to be an anonymous yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and it was just going to blast very, very real, hard truths yeah. as far as like abortion is murder, no yeah. matter how you try to twist it. Yeah. Um, just like very yeah. Yeah, brutal, truth. very brutal truths. Yeah. Got it. Um, and somebody just recommended, like, "Hey, make it like make it a little bit more fun." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> so every now and then I'll throw I'll throw in a serious one, but yeah. then it just became yeah what I call shower thoughts. Yeah, is like when you're in the shower, like, oh, that'd be yeah. a funny you know, thought.
1: You do draw some pretty hard truths sometimes, though. Yes,
0: I like that. And then you know, every kind of mix now it and up, then, some light, some heavy, exactly. some fun, you know, some serious. I so yeah, keep it real, I did post like about two months ago when the whole abortion thing was, right. was going out. It's, it's it's murder, no matter how you try to. Well, twist
1: when you it. write your first book about it, you can take the top one hundred that <laughs> you did and say, okay, here's the top one hundred of my hard truths. That's yeah. it. So, yeah. all right, so let's uh, let's start with number one. Yeah. What's so your first hard truth? <laughs> this is Hard Truth Tuesday, even though it's probably not Tuesday when you're watching it. But Ryan
0: Roto dropping some hard truth. So I actually stole this one from you. Okay. This was right after you preached a message. This was probably three, four weeks ago. Yeah. Um. You talked about Bill Nye not being an actual science guy. That's the day when I said Bill Nye, the science guy,
1: and Dougie Mack dropping science facts. That's it. That was it. That was it. And now you said that twice <laughs> on air.
0: Because I'm, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. But. <laughs> What's your truth? It's just Bill Nye is not a science guy. Boom. That's a hard truth. And man. the whole world thinks he is. Well, and I had a bunch of people coming to yeah. defend him. Yeah. Of like, well, yeah. he's got a bachelor degree in science. And no, I'm like, he doesn't
1: either. I was like, I, he's you know, an I, don't, engineer. Really, I
0: don't really yeah, care what it, he has. It's a, Yeah, it's a science, but he's not a scientist. <laughs> it's if you're taking world health advice yeah. from, from a, a TV show host exactly. that doesn't have a science A degree, guy who's
1: getting paid. It's doesn't to draw make any sense. entertainment value to your channel. Probably not a good place to get your truth from. It's
0: like listening to Barney about yeah, yeah. different facts. about like, dinosaurs? It's, it's Barney. <laughs> it's, it's
1: like <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like it watching Bugs no Bunny
0: for, for carrot uh, growing device. Hey, yeah. That's that's that's. How some people get their sources of, of facts from very weird.
1: Yeah, we, you know sources. we learned that first I took a journalism 101 class and uh the first thing the professor taught us was check your sources, boy, that's such a good. That's a good rule of life, hundred percent. Always. Who's your source? Is a great question to ask yourself or anybody that well, is giving you
0: advice. And I, unfortunately, like with my generation, I've I've kind of dubbed them the headline generation. Yeah. Because like with technology, it's so like we've we've made this life microwave. Everyone yeah. wants things instant. They don't yeah. want to they want to read a headline and that's their source. Yeah. They don't want to spend 10 minutes reading the article yeah. and you know learn about who wrote the article and yeah. like what the referencing. I did that
1: the other day. I did that the other day. I saw an article Uh, about twitter uh elon musk is losing uh advertisers by the thousands i read into the story like one or two dropped off yeah it's It's ridiculous that's not what the headline said the headline said he was going to go out of business in three days yeah but the story was
0: it's insane the story was totally different than the headline yeah yeah so no and i i think that's just like people people don't have the attention span anymore yeah to sit down and and think for themselves yeah. and, and do the research and editors
1: who write headlines know that oh for sure so they'll write headlines just for clicks and you know well uh,
0: and and that's just psychology like yeah. there's there's a lot of psychology that goes around it because yeah and i'll use you as an example like if you preach a message and 10 people come up to you and say how amazing that message was yeah now you are older and a lot more mature and don't care but older. if one person <laughs> if one person comes up and says hey i didn't like this this and this yeah you're not really thinking about the 10 people that gave you yeah a compliment you'll think about the you'll one you think guy. about the one person that yeah. gave you a negative comment yeah and you, that's just how our brains work you
1: know because we live in the internet age people fact check me on the spot while i'm preaching Every Sunday, oh, it's crazy. You know, people come and tell me, "Hey, you know, you, you you misquoted this, or you you said that." So it just made me be very diligent about my sources. Because, like, okay, I, I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fact checked <laughs> on the spot. You know, you're googling it while I'm talking. Oh, he got that yeah. wrong. You know, so always, you know, well, I know
0: people are gonna Google like, "Oh, he said," you know. X, Y, and Z is going to happen in quarter two. I'm like, yeah. that comes from the Federal Reserve. That's yeah. not like yeah. my right. genius intellect. It's not. It's not your
1: financial guru ness coming out.
0: I no. always tell people when when I bring on new clients, I was like, look, if you're if you're looking for an investment advisor, yeah, we all have access to the same stuff. Yeah, like there's no secret. Like yeah. every stock, every mutual fund, yeah. we all have access to it. Right. We just have different strategies about how we go about doing right. it. Right. So it's not like they're like, right. what are you going to do different? I'm right. like, well. Yeah. That's not a five-second answer. Yeah. That's an hour conversation. Yeah, he, that's a
1: plan we have to write, yeah. It's like, how are you going to win this football game? Well, there's going to be a whole lot of decisions we're, made. Yeah. You can go to
0: John Madden. We're going to go out there and we we'll are score a touchdown. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is,
1: remember Mike Gitka, three yards and a, and a pile of dirt or dust? What do you say? I don't know. Yeah, three yards and a pile of dust. That's how he wins the game. Yeah.
0: Speaking, yeah but, I know yeah. we're going down an ADD like, yeah. side oh, road, but how did yeah. John Madden get like a... Commentator role because he's like whoever has the most touchdowns in well, the know, end of he, the game is the winner. He was, the, like, he was <laughs> the
1: head coach of uh, Oakland, the Oakland Raiders, yeah. you know. So he was a legendary coach. And then when he retired, they offered him this commenting job and everybody just loved him because he was like Joe Sixpack. <laughs> he <laughs> was like he's like every man. Like, I could I could be a broadcaster if he isn't there, but you know, it's like Buddy Della Bodo in New Orleans, you yeah. know? Buddy couldn't hardly form a string a sentence together. But he was the most listened to talk show oh, host it's great. in New Orleans sports. It's just so entertaining. Yeah. In history. <laughs> you know, it's like and Buddy would stumble over every word and but his his common sense every man per, personality yeah. is what in John Madden's saying I mean look at John Madden's uh, football he, even though he's gone now Madden games football is still you know number mess. one and yeah. it gets better every generation man it's crazy. if you saw the the uh, the glitches in some of the new uh the, the new games if yeah. you do a couple of different <clears throat> things you can open up the every play for and it's like <laughs> many people spend a lot of time to find oh, these it's... little Hidden secrets, and these little Easter it's eggs. Yeah, so John Madden is will always be, you know, associated with football. But anyway, hard truth number one:
0: just like Bill Nye, Bill Nye is not a science guy, and John science, and
1: John Madden is definitely a football guy. He's definitely a football guy. All right, number two: what's the second hard truth Tuesday from Ryan Roto?
0: We're gonna keep it light still. So okay. if you started a diet, you don't have to tell every person you encounter a new diet. I should say. All right, say that again. Said so if you start a new diet, you don't have to tell every person you encounter. Well, you don't have to. That doesn't. That doesn't justify the diet. i tell you about diet. my new red blood
1: cell diet. You don't want to hear about that. I'm good. Have you heard? Have you heard Brian Regan's routine about the reason? No oh, man, you got to go listen to it. It's so crazy. A cousin of his wants to eat. Uh, Brian, have you tried raisins? You're gonna like them. He said, "No, I don't like raisins." Brian, they're just they're just <laughs> dried grapes. He said, "I know what they are. I just don't like them." <laughs> yeah, what is it about diets and you feel the need to tell everybody, huh?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's just. I think there's some people that are genuine. They're just really excited about it, yeah. and they've seen success with it. But yeah. then others, it's just like, yeah. It's your way of justifying. Yeah. So what you're saying is if
1: we're doing something new,
0: just keep it to ourselves. Let the results speak first. <laughs> yeah. Don't That's say, what I say. Hey, let the you, results speak first. you dropped 40
1: pounds. How'd you do that? Yeah. Eh, I can't tell you right
0: now. I'm almost, when I, when I hit 50, I'll yeah, tell I'll you. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll
1: have a big unveil. When I write my book, I'll let y'all know about
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it goes back to the, like the, the, you know, you drop three pounds in a week and they're like this, you know, diet's amazing, but it's yep. like, well. If you don't yeah. drop any weight yeah. for the next 5 weeks is it really that yeah. great?
1: So I was in a bookstore the other day and I was looking for a recipe book cuz that's my that's my diet. Yeah. Is recipe books and eating? <laughs> that's my favorite diet. Seafood diet. So, so I'm in the recipe book and uh, section I mean and uh, there is a section right next to it of diets. Man, I didn't realize how many different Oh yeah. diets there are in America. It's insane. there's no way.
0: How do you know which one's right? You have to try them all. It's one of those things where, and I keep just referencing that. Yeah. It's, I don't care why. I let me backtrack because I'm gonna get yeah. fat checked on yeah. that. <laughs> most diets. Oh, there you go. Most diets. If you just follow them for yeah. six months, yeah, they'll work.
1: Mm-hmm. Doesn't I
0: mean, matter. At the core, most of them are is eat less food. Yeah. Move more physically. That's it.
1: Eat less, move more is almost the best diet in the world. Maybe we should start telling people that my new diet, eat less, move more.
0: There you go. Yeah. That's why they came out with seven-minute abs. Yeah. Who doesn't have seven like minutes? I kind of like eating <laughs> less.
1: I like kind of like eating more and moving less. That's my favorite.
0: That's. I mean, that's <laughs> a good philosophy. But it's a hor- horrible way to but live. But it's a Yeah. All right, so – Might get slowed down at the, at the end of the life. Heart, yeah, you'll be dead. So hard <laughs>
1: truth number two is if you start a new diet – don't have to tell her about it. Don't that. tell you.
0: Yeah, right. let the results speak, and okay. then we'll come back to All that. All right. <laughs> I'm taking
1: your That's a hard truth, Ryan. So I'm messing with people's food. That's it. All right. That's it. Hard truth number two down in the, in hard the box. Hard truth number two down. Right. This what's, one. What's three?
0: This one. Um, this one's going to ruffle feathers. Oh, boy. <laughs> should I
1: put my uh, my shield up here?
0: Every I, I believe that every five years, people should have to retake their driving test. 100%. Brutal. 100% especially people in their, in their 50s. Wait a minute now. Now you're getting personal. <laughs> you know, Now he's
1: gone meddling in my business. A
0: lot of those people have never taken a driving test. Yeah. You
1: know, I got my license by I test. That's what I'm saying. I know. That was like 1804, but <laughs> they didn't have cars. Uh, no, I never took a driving test in my life. But that's life. what I'm saying. I've never had a driving and test And to in my some, life.
0: it's been 30
1: years. Yeah, no, for me, it's been, um, yeah, 40, 42, 46 years. Come on. I've been driving since I was... I, I used to drive before I had a license. My dad taught me well, how to drive. That was normal. Yeah, my dad said, "Here's the keys. Go get in the truck." And I've I, talk, heard, I learned I've, to drive when I was like 14.
0: You know? I've heard stories of 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 kids driving their dad's home from the bar because they were drunk. Yeah, like, I've heard plenty of stories yeah. about
1: that. Well, out in the country, there's a whole lot of that. Going there's and oh and yeah. Plus, we all lived on farms, and you know, we would drive all the time. Dad, take the truck down to the hardware store and get me a, a new hammer. You know? Yeah, I'm it was 12. normal. <laughs> But dad, apparently that was normal. I can't see over the steering wheel. You're fine. Just drive down there. You're good. You're yeah, good. You're, you're good. Go on go <laughs> down there. Yeah, we would drive up and down, you know, the was a little country road. There's nobody on the road hardly. It's a yeah. different world now. So when I got my license, I guess, I don't know if I was 16 or so, I don't remember when it was, but I didn't even take a driving test. Yeah. It, my dad brought me up to the DMV, and that's back when you can get a license with, like, 10 minutes. Now it takes like, you know... Five hours. It takes like two days, you know, <laughs> to get a license. Back then, it was like, walk in, this is my son, he needs a license. And there was no proof of insurance, you know, no proof of yeah. anything. All right. Well, and there, there you go, son. Here's your license. Come back, and, come back in 80 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come check your eyes when you can't see anymore. And we'll yeah. tell you, we have to take it away. Yeah, But I mean, like they implement new things. So a hard Truth Tuesday I posted last year was, you know, roundabouts aren't that difficult. Yeah. But if you've never... Learned about a roundabout.
1: They're pretty you have hard. for No people. idea pretty what hard they for are. Some people, but I, I followed the lady through a roundabout. I'm not kidding. She stopped at every one of the streets. Like she's in the roundabout. Oh yeah. And she stopped at all four of the. Yeah. And she went back where she came from. I'm like, what
0: are you doing? She just wanted to go for a ride. I'm just going to see what's going. On. It's not a four-way stop. Yeah. Well, there was a, a, a drone footage. They had they had put one. It was in like Kansas somewhere. Yeah. And like a, like a a busy intersection. Yeah in like the country so yeah. as busy as that road yeah. can be right but you see people like to take a left they don't like go right they just straight up go left i'm going right here yeah and it's they quirky. there's zero understanding of yeah how it works yeah i kind of like roundabouts I love them. Yeah. I think they're great.
1: Yeah, and, and we're getting more and more of them in Saint Tammany. I'm they're noticing, just much
0: more efficient.
1: Yeah, they're faster, and, and they're making them really big now, so you got lots of space. If that. people know how to use them, there's three or four new ones in Slidell. You know, yeah,
0: all over the area. Well, I remember uh, before before like I moved out, I was living my 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 mom in in Mandeville by the Goodby exit. Yeah, and they had a red light, and I remember. Right. Yeah, took When I would forever. go to work, it was 15 minutes from, yeah. I mean, it was maybe a mile and a half. Right. And but you, every day, leaving or coming home. Never changes. It never changed. It never like, changed. 15 minutes. Now it's three and a half minutes right. with bumper-to-bumper traffic because the roundabout makes it way more it's efficient. So,
1: it's so amazing. Yeah, and they put a new one uh, at uh, Highway 59 by Fountain Blue. Yeah. Man, that changed that whole dynamic in, in there. And they're putting a new one um. Um, exit, um, you know, the exit where right before Lacombe, 1088 yeah. 1088, putting a new one in 1088, man, cause they used to They're be great out. and people just, you know, were they, like you said, we're waiting for 10 or 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah. yeah. Ways of the past. Yeah. All right. That, that was a hard truth. The
0: roundabout. Well, uh, it was a hard was. truth from a last, oh, like last year. And what was the truth? It was um, roundabouts aren't that hard. Oh. But well, it goes back to it just, I guess, yeah. comp, you know, compliments that people should have to retake their driving test. Every oh, time. boy, that it's hurts, obvious. man. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, it would solve the traffic problem because there'd be a lot less people driving.
1: Yeah, that's right. It'd be great. Yeah. But but then sons and daughters would be driving their moms and dads everywhere, so that may be a pain
0: for you. Nah, Uber. <laughs> you got it. You, you got it. Is there an Uber? <laughs> Is there Uber's in, uh, on the North Shore? There's probably not a lot of them, but there I, there definitely is. I haven't seen any Uber drivers. Definitely uh, not as not as prevalent as it is on 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 the South Shore. How many? Uh, sure.
1: How many different driving uh, companies
0: like that are there? Oh, there's got. I don't. So the only like big ones I know of of like are, are Uber and Lyft. But I know there's yeah, there's probably another, five different. There's ones. another
1: big name Uber, Lyft. Is there another driving? Yeah, you think of a, a real a real big one. What, what am I, I, I can't think of what I'm thinking about.
0: Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Those are the two big ones that I've used want, in the past. Look,
1: <laughs> I'm from the generations. I don't want nobody helping me. I don't don't come <laughs> get me in your little your little well, Hyundai.
0: I will say, Uber's <laughs> Uber's are great when you're out of town. Like I, I had I was yeah. at a uh, a work trip last month or yeah last early last month yeah Um, in Milwaukee yeah. And we flew out there, and Ubers, Ubers were great Yeah, because yeah. you just – you go everywhere. And it was freezing. Like now, I don't know whose idea was I to send us to Milwaukee. I have never used an Uber. I've used taxis October.
1: all over the world but never used an Uber. Yeah.
0: Um, they're cheaper. They're cheaper than a taxi. They're much – well, yeah. I say now it depends on where you go. Now they've kind of yeah. gotten pricey. But yeah. it's a little bit more convenient. I mean cab yeah. companies have kind of – Go downhill, it's hard to find a cab nowadays unless you're in, like, New York. I'm from another –
1: I'm generation, you know, three three back. I'm from uh, the Baby Boomers. (laughs) I'm the end of the Baby Boomers. I'm like a dying breed, man. I'm like the dinosaur of generations, you know. So we never – took taxis until i started traveling a lot as a missions pastor and then i had to get used to taxis. Yeah. i didn't even like that but ubers i wouldn't like at all because you're not in a taxi you're in somebody's personal car yeah you, you got to unstrap the baby seat to move it over to let you get in well i know,
0: you know? that there there's certain criteria where we're like Are you there? have to have a certain like your car can't be a certain number of years old you have yeah. to clean it like because yeah. you everything goes by like ratings yeah so, like, if you get low enough ratings, you can't drive for Uber anymore. Oh, I see. So, I mean, I'm sure there's always a way to cheat the uh, system. But there's some standards. Yeah. I don't know what they are. There's some standards.
1: <laughs> All, right. All right. So, we're down one, two, and three. One, two, and three. The I big see. one. Uh, here's
0: um, Especially because we just passed uh, here's the big one. The, uh, the election. And it was, you know, you shouldn't hate people based on who they vote for. And that was more of a, a serious one. Yeah. Um, and I Wait, had a couple people you should we
1: shouldn't fight over Thanksgiving dinner about politics? Yeah.
0: No. Oh. Well, yes, but you shouldn't hate. Oh, Oh, boom. You shouldn't hate. Yeah. You could could argue and and have debates, but that's the problem nowadays is there's something called absolute thinking. Yeah. So uh, Craig Rochelle has a good, um, I guess, breakdown of the four types of negative thinking, one of which is being absolute thinking, meaning, oh, this person's Democrat, oh, this person's Republican. They just suck as a human being. Yeah. They're and they're, they're all bad. Their ideas mm-hmm. are idiotic, and it's just... Yeah. It's
1: so divisive in, in culture. Yeah. It's when you put people in those categories, like, I can never talk to you. And it blows my mind. Yeah. When people are posting on social media, I would never hang out with a, a blank
0: supporter. Yeah. Like, really? But that's the problem is, you know, you can't have debates anymore. It's yeah. like, hey, I present a subject yeah. that I think yeah. this way on, right, and this person mostly on the left, yeah. they're just going to scream in your face. Like yeah. there's no debates yeah. happening. They're just yeah. angry. You're yeah. a bigot. You're a racist. You're this. You're right. that. And it's like, can yeah. we have a conversation? Yeah. No.
1: You know, I think healthy communication calls for different opinions. Oh, where for sure. We can all sit down or stand up and just have uh, a marketplace of ideas and yeah. let everybody defend their idea without calling the other person a name or a a, a label, you know, Oh, I disagree with you. And here's why Yeah, is the classic uh, form of Western thought. This is the whole basis of Liberty is that we were able to say what we think and have an opportunity to defend it. Yeah. And people could still disagree with you, but you're still allowed in the marketplace. And that's, I think the reason that Twitter is in the hands of Elon Musk right now. Yeah. I think because Twitter became so toxic they only allowed one viewpoint, and everybody else was banned. When he started unbanning people, I forgot how many people that Twitter had banned.
0: Yeah, no, it was like a mass exit. There was like a there was like a jailhouse full. It was of, crazy, and almost
1: 99% of them were people on the conservative side or the on the right side. They were banned for yeah. small infractions. You know, while the Ayatollah Khomeini in Iran was threatening to blow up the world on Twitter. You know, Babylon B was was banned because they didn't, you know, bow down to uh the terminology of, yeah. you know, the culture.
0: no, so, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: it's, so you started unbanning people about, man, I, I didn't realize how many people that Twitter had banned and uh I, I don't know if you saw the uh, podcast where Babylon B was interviewing Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Did you? Man, it's really uh, interesting. You got to go watch that. You got to watch it because he was a guest at Babylon B, and, and and the guy who runs Babylon B, can't think of his name, told Elon, he said, yeah, we got banned from Twitter. And he's like, why? And he, he told him the story. And he said, this is what Elon Musk said. This is like a year ago. He said, oh, I'm going to look into that.
0: I don't and he know bought if, Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if
1: that was the you know what caused him to go buy it, but that maybe opened the door to go like, yeah, you guys got banned for saying that? You're not just like suspended, <laughs> lifetime ban.
0: Well, that's what I love about Elon Musk is that he's one of those wealthy people that could absolutely care less about being wealthy. And doesn't need it. And it's just like, I'm going to do what I want with my money, and there's nothing anybody can say or do to stop me.
1: And he doesn't want popular – yeah. And there's a lot of things he believes that I do not agree with. Oh, for sure. Some of his beliefs are like, you know, I would never agree to that. But what I do love about him is he thinks everybody should have the opportunity to say what they think. Yeah. And I love that's your truth. You shouldn't yeah. hate people, no, just because you disagree with them politically.
0: For sure. You know? Well, and it's one of those things where, like, I, I like, I asked my grandmother because um, I was like, you know, you've, you were around through a lot of different, you know, historical yeah. events. Yeah. And it's not like a mean thing. I'm not calling her old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like I had a very serious conversation. I was like, you know, have you? Has it ever been this bad? Yeah. Like, ever. Right. political? you mean? Just in general. Like, politically, right. divisiveness, culturally, culturally yeah. everything. Yeah. And she's like, look, I, I've lived through a lot. I mean, yeah. she's almost 80 years old, if not 80 years old. Yeah. So she's been around. Yeah. And she's like, this is the worst I've ever seen. it. Yeah. And that wasn't like a doom and gloom. I think... Right. Like, social media is a double-edged sword. It is. It connects a lot of people, but it also gives voices to people... That are just obnoxious. Right. Like, I I agree with Elon, like, everybody should have their voice. Yeah. But I also have the freedom that I can just go and follow you or block you. Yeah. Like, I don't have to listen to you talk. And
1: I think that's the power of free speech. I think the cure for hate speech or bad speech, I don't even believe in the term hate speech because it's being used now as a weapon against people who disagree with you. They just label you hate speech. It's a very, very weak argument. But even if somebody does have a belief system that's toxic to the culture, the solution is not to ban them, but it's more free speech. Let people challenge them. Let people make them stand up and prove what they believe You know, instead of— Everybody getting exiled out of uh, social media, let people have to defend what they believe. And it kind of changes the whole culture when we can say what we think without fear of being, you know, imprisoned. Yeah. Is something you want to share?
0: Yeah. So I, you, you'd, 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 you said something, um, and I'm trying to find it. So Pastor Doug talked about something last Sunday because right. you weren't here this past Sunday. Yeah. So uh,
1: yeah, that was about
0: Solomon's wealth. Yeah, it was about yeah. Solomon's wealth, but yeah. more specifically talking about um, reading a proverb a day. Oh, yeah. Um, I would highly encourage everyone listening to do that. And I'm trying to find—because I read it this morning. I was yeah. re- reading—it's the 28th, so I was right. reading Proverbs 28. Right. Um, and you had mentioned something while you were talking that I really wanted to point out, because yeah. it's bi- it's biblical. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to find it. Um, The exact— uh exact verse, because yeah. I don't want to be fact-checked and I yeah. want to make sure that I'm doing yeah. <laughs> doing the right thing. So you're in chapter 28? I'm in chapter 28. Um, here it is. It, this is uh, Proverbs 28 verse 4, Yeah, and this is the English Standard Version. Yeah. It says, Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law strive against them. Hmm. And I was reading that this morning and it mm-hmm. really kind of spoke to me because that's kind of what this generation is pushing is yeah. they've completely abandoned yeah the the law yeah of you know you're talking about like free speech right because we're trying to strive against gay marriage right. and things like or not necessarily gay marriage but like homosexuality in general mm-hmm. and different things of like greed and corruption and all these different things everybody's encouraging it yeah is they've completely forsaken the law mm-hmm. and the righteous are really standing against it yeah. and I was really just kind of dwelling on that of how many Christians that have jumped on board with we need to silence all of these voices. And a lot of those voices are just like reading scripture and yeah. speaking out against what what's mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that Christians yeah. have bought into the abortion thing, mm-hmm. have bought into it's okay to have gay marriage. Like yeah. they have bought into all of these different yeah. things. Right. And they're like, yeah, let's silence everybody. Yeah,
1: as a believer, that, our, our responsibility is not to change the culture. Our ability, I mean, our responsibility is to stand for the truth of God's word. And if 100%. that stands against the culture, then so be it. We don't cave in to make the culture happy. You know, I I I, I am 100% committed to traditional male-female marriage. It's the sure. foundation of civilization entire society is built around one man and one woman in a committed relationship raising their children when that is destroyed civilization is going to unravel in one generation yeah. so i'm battling to make, build strong families and healthy marriages and the strong kids family. yeah the nuclear family is everything you know so it's not that i'm against any of those other lifestyles hey Whatever you want to do and stand before God one day for, that's going to that's gonna be on you. But my ministry and my life, I am going to uh, unashamedly stand for traditional marriage. For sure. Period. Yeah. You know, it wasn't my idea. I didn't design it, but I believe God yeah. built civilization around it, and it's worth us, us standing true for. You know, and if the, if the culture doesn't like us, then so be it. What else is new? You know, the yeah. church has been persecuted for...
0: Thousands of years anyway You know Well and that's You know I start Like I I had like a revelation About two months ago Just about like Our culture And so I started changing You know The way that I pray Yeah And now every day I ask God I said look God I don't want to be An American Christian Yeah Like I want to be A Christian of the Bible Yeah Like we've We've caved into all And it kind of goes you said like Look this is America However you want to live your life You like do it Right But At the end of the day, you can't impose your beliefs on me of like saying, hey, I can't say that I'm against a gay marriage or you can't say that I'm against, you know, a husband and a wife and staying together and I'm against divorce and all these different things. Like you can't be upset about me saying that because the same freedom that you have is the same freedom that I have. Equality becomes equality only if my view goes against your view.
1: Yeah. What do you mean equality
0: becomes equality? So for instance, everyone wants to talk about equality, but if that equality means hey well I also I'll give you a perfect example. And this was a couple of years back where there was a gay uh, a gay couple that were getting married and a cake shop said, oh, yeah. Hey, I don't want to in Colorado. To. Oh was it Colorado? Yeah I remember that. Um like hey I, I, like I'm not gonna yeah. make your cake. It's
1: against my, my it's against religious my beliefs. beliefs I mean. And there
0: was a huge outcry. It's look right. you have like you guys have the freedom. Go get married. <coughs> he also has the freedom to say hey I don't to want say to say the Colorado your
1: cake. sued the bakers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So And you know not all the way to the Supreme Court. Correct. It was just decided. You know who won?
0: Oh, he, yeah, him, 100%.
1: But it cost him hundreds of thousands of dollars so just on the right to say, yeah. I don't want to bake your cake.
0: So it's only equality if it like if, benefits you, if, yeah. not if it benefits me. Yeah. And so that's what really stuck out to me in that, yeah. in that but passage. But equality, we
1: should both, and that's what makes America different, and that's the whole foundation of Western democracy or Western republics is the, the equal treatment of under the law for everybody 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 gets to be treated equal under the law yeah you know not just because And if that isn't happening we need to fix it if everybody's not being treated equal under the law then we need to fix that so that everybody has the opportunity yeah. you know and uh you know i think that's part of the cultural divide we're seeing right now yeah and, and why your hard truth is right on
0: um yeah and i'm hitting at it and so it's it's that's one of the things honestly i love about you yeah. know because obviously some of the stuff that i talked about i could get canceled for yeah, yeah, but what what I love about you know my job is I'm an independent contractor yeah. like the company that I represent yeah. I, I always tell people like I work with yeah. Northwestern Mutual I don't yeah. work for yeah. Northwestern Mutual like I right. am a contracted advisor I right. have my own firm right. I have my own staff right. I have my own team I right. have my own book of business right. like the only person that you can sue is me yeah and good right. luck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, I don't care. Right. It's one of those things where everybody's, everybody's too happy. Um, Ain't it the truth. But I'm not going to stop striving against, you know, that. Yeah. And I hope people listen through this because yeah. they might hear, oh, they're against gay marriage, and they, they just turn off the podcast. Right. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where like, look, at the end of the day, God does not hate Homosexuals. No. he he ate, he, does, he doesn't like the act yeah. of homosexuality. And you know, the first very church, different.
1: The first church separated themselves in the Roman Empire, and the Roman Empire was decadent. Roman Empire was evil, was wicked to the core. I mean, people who ruled Rome, you know, were just you know horrible, horrible human beings. But when uh, when Jesus left the uh, first church, and they began to win their cities and build churches what separated the christian culture from the roman culture was three things one is how they treated sexuality they believed in virginity until you were married. They believed marriage was between one man and one woman, and it was for life. That was a huge difference from the Roman culture, yeah. where every lifestyle was not only allowed, it was celebrated yeah. and promoted. So they were saying, wait, Christian, you get, you get one spouse for your whole life? That's insane. Kill those people. You know? And then the second thing that separated Christians from the Roman culture was how they treated uh, newborns and unborn children. Which in, uh, not only was a, a abortion legal, but infanticide was legal. Yeah. If you had a baby you didn't want, you just threw the baby in the dumpster. You just got rid of the child in the, in the trash heap. Yeah. And churches would go to the local dumps and pick up the abandoned mm-hmm. babies, bring them home, and raise them. Yeah. That was a huge cultural difference is the way they value life. And the third thing that made the church uh, stand out in the Roman culture was how they treated the poor. Yeah. They cared for the poor. They fed the hungry. You know, they they did. They helped people who couldn't pay them back. You know, and I think that's still true to who we are as followers of Christ. What did Jesus do? You know, Jesus loved sinners, but he loved them too much to leave them like that. Yeah. You know, and he would... He would eat at the house of a sinner. He would, you know, uh, he would talk to the woman at the well, but he would always bring them back to a relationship with God. And that's still our job as a church, you know. We're going to love people just like they are, but let Jesus love them too much to leave them like that.
0: I'm glad glad you said that because I had— I, this was probably last year. I posted a hard truth Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and this was a message that I heard years and years and years ago. Um, but unconditional love is not the same as unconditional acceptance.
1: Oh, well, that's, so that's good. a hard truth. And that's true.
0: It's God loves you, but that doesn't mean he accepts your lifestyle. Right. He doesn't. Like, in, in fact, he, he says enough.
1: he calls us to repentance. Exactly. All of us. All of us are sinners. Whatever our sin is, small or great, it separates us from God. And he loves us like we are, but he calls us to, calls us to yeah. change.
0: Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's. I, I don't know where yeah. this ideology came from. Right. I, I mean, I'm sure it probably wouldn't be hard to find it. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it's <laughs> age old because change is hard. Yeah. You know, I don't want to change. I want God to take me like I am. I want to go to heaven. Yeah. No matter I mean, what. it
0: just—it just takes people standing up and say, "Look, I'm not gonna go. Yeah. I'm not gonna go with the flow of everything else. Like, right. You know, like this is this is what the Bible says, right? And this is what I believe.
1: Yeah, God's word is the rule of faith in in my life. Yeah. And if you're a believer, it is in your life too. Whether you follow it or not is up to you. Yeah. And then you get to answer for it at the end.
0: One of the most dangerous sentences you can say as a believer is, "I know that's what the Bible says, but." but. It's like the whoa, second you said, but
1: whoa. wait, time out. Wait, <laughs> it's like,
0: wait. wait, hold on. Why are we, yeah. why are we discrediting
1: that? But isn't that the oldest trick of the devil? What did he tell Adam and Eve in the garden? Did God really say, yeah, that was the very first thing. He questioned God's word. Yeah. Very first thing he did, you know, and Hey, you get to question God's word, but one day you'll get to give an account. Oh, for sure. You know, God gave you, gave you, he gave you a free will. Yeah. But you got to answer for what you do with it. Definitely. All right, let's review our four Hard Truth Tuesdays. What was number one?
0: Number one. All right, number one was Bill Nye is not a science guy.
1: Woo, brutal truth. Um,
0: All right, number two. Number two is if you start a diet, you don't have to tell everybody you know.
1: (laughs) That's a bit of homespun wisdom there, Ryan.
0: The third is... People should have to retake their driving test every five years. That kind of hurt my feelings. But hey, it's hard truth. That's what it's called. You don't have to cancel, me. We can talk about it. <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: yeah, and would you bring this to number four? drink
0: bring this to number four is you shouldn't hate people based on who they vote for.
1: Uh, or what DMV advice they give you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Ryan, these have been great, man. I appreciate it. These have it. been great. So... Ryan Rodo's joining us today. We've been talking about Hard Truth Tuesday, which is on his personal Facebook page, Ryan Rodo, if you want to check it out. Uh, he brought us four hard truths today, but there's a whole lot more <laughs> on his page. Go read some of them. They're so interesting and so fun. Uh, we've enjoyed uh, having Ryan in the studio today and thank you for joining us today. Uh, this is uh, stories I didn't tell last Sunday uh and we uh produce this podcast every week or so and we just bring you great stories that I didn't have time to tell last sunday Uh, In fact, I try to tell at least two or three stories every sermon, but I always have a dozen left over that I don't know what to do with. So that's why we started this podcast, so that we can tell some of the stories that I didn't tell last Sunday. So hey, check us out on the web. We are at jf.church. Also, download our our church app. Go to your app store, uh, type in Journey Fellowship Church in the search bar. Our app will appear. You can download it as compliments of Journey. It is loaded with great resources. You can watch past sermons, find a small group, get driving directions to the church, find out what we believe, who we are, about our staff. Lots and lots of stuff on the app and uh, the jf.church. We are a local church. We meet in Slidell, Louisiana. Uh, For times and locations and all the other information, check out the app, rjf.church. Church. So for Journey Fellowship Church, I'm your host, Doug McAllister, and you've been watching stories I didn't tell last Sunday.